What's up ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of Inspiring the Future. Today we are going to be talking with someone who has 20 plus years of experience as a marketing veteran and as well as a social entrepreneur. I personally consider this person a corporate batman. So without further ado, let's join this conversation with Costa Kanade. I should have studied more <laughs> and that particular first love should not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we set up uh, India's first hospital train. Oh wow. I understand that you wanted to get into healthcare. But I am into healthcare for yeah. the last about twenty plus years. Understood. Uh, but initially, did you wanted to did you want to get into healthcare in terms of being a doctor, or was it always along the lines of helping people amass? No. So honestly, I wanted to be a doctor. Hmm. Uh, destiny had other plans. Understood. Okay. All right. Should I should have studied more? <laughs> and that particular first love should not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> But if it wasn't but, for that first love. <laughs> if it wasn't for that first if it love. Wasn't, totally, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, um, all's well that can be, right? So uh, while me being a doctor did not happen, but then uh, fortunately I got into the healthcare industry, mm-hmm. managed to uh, work with doctors, yeah, and uh, today in a way kind of do their work by enabling and supporting. Lovely. Uh, so we set up uh, India's first hospital train. Oh wow that sounds incredible and how long would how, how long did this particular venture take you oh so uh, so honestly just to give you a quick background that a challenge was the moment you go into tier 3 and 4 you don't have uh, roads yeah. infrastructure Correct. the public healthcare system is absolutely uh, devastatingly yeah. bad crystallized I mean, completely uh, it's i mean you don't have doctors you don't have nurses you don't have electricity in a lot of places exactly. beyond tier 5 yeah and uh, how do you take a vaccine hmm. keep it cold Mm. take it till the end and do it two times around for mm. the second dose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, which is where from march to about july we were constantly on the road i see i see uh, i mean when uh, everyone was locked up safely in their homes and we had this pp kit uh, we were pretty much looking like uh, you know astronauts yeah <laughs> everyone in the uh, hazmat suits walking around absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. the hazmat suits and if you should go out into because i had never i mean i'm from bombay hmm. uh, mumbai rather i have never seen what tier 4 is 5 is 6 is 7 is hmm. and 7 is less than 500 people so that i mean pretty much the village ends when it begins yeah right so uh, now the more you go interiors the worse it becomes hmm. the entire ecosystem now how do you take the vaccine till there how hmm. just how do you do it till there i mean it's going to be made in pune in serum institute what next hmm. So we where are you going to have across the hyper hubs, the mega hubs, the super hubs, the nano hubs, the pico hubs mm-hmm. across? Uh, because that's way it has to go. It has to keep on going deeper and deeper and penetrate right up till the end. Correct. Such that you can vaccinate across those five hundred and come back again. Come back again to your pico hub station so that it is cooled. Yeah. Because otherwise, this vaccine is going to go mm-hmm. right. So you have to build across an entire distribution system for it. I see. Now. Uh, what so this was the problem statement so what i had to work out with was a strategy how mm-hmm. can we what what is the common thread that binds a tier 7 to a city mm-hmm. and cities are easier so we discovered across uh, working there that there are only two things which are common either a river mm-hmm. runs besides a village mm-hmm. and that water is used for agriculture or there is a train track which is not too far away mm-hmm. Okay, because that's used to transport the produce from the village to the nearest town. I mean, that's how correct. That's how that, that's, that's how they handle the agriculture over there. That's how the goods move. Mm. Uh, the British have done a fabulous job on that. So uh, the river was not a feasible option because uh, 
you know dams release water at different times levels change contamination it's uncertain uh, capacity constraints uh, i don't know how many boats will you take how many load it the sinking levels so mm-hmm. you know too many other thing uh, things that came along but what the other option of uh, a train track worked mm-hmm. and that's when we uh, then spoke to the ministry of railways i mean with this idea mm-hmm. and uh, we got across three trains which we converted uh, into smaller four coaches once and uh, uh, we refurbished them entirely when you take away the sleeping berths from a train there's nothing but there's space. a lot of space yeah. <laughs> actually suddenly so um, one of the coaches mm-hmm. uh, became uh, the actual inoculation chamber lovely or uh, one became an isolation room because mm. when you take it you have to sit for 5 minutes right Correct. you have to sit for or somebody could have come with covid for an accident mm. you had to immediately you know quarantine them uh one became across an entirely cooling chamber mm-hmm. because the vaccine had to be stored and suddenly i had a huge bogey to store them yeah. right now yeah uh and the fourth became across the resting room for doctors and nurses nice because you they, they need to you had to you had to i mean uh and uh, uh i think proud to say that we inoculated 111.1 million people jesus 11.1 crores well thank you thank you so much for your service But that 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 I is think, a commendable uh, commendable figure not just for the fact that it's you've done the inoculation but also to such an extent yeah, you know I there are lots of people who stop at tier 3 there are lots of people yeah. who stop at tier 2 yeah. but you've actually managed to go yeah, deeper went, and deeper and deeper yeah, which is extremely extremely commendable you went to tier 7 i think okay. somewhere i get a good night sleep on that knowing yeah. that uh, <laughs> uh the wave has passed and mm. people are back to their uh, lives and homes and occupations mm. <laughs> but uh they were uncertain of seeing a tomorrow yeah yeah they have been able to lovely lovely i love that i absolutely love that i understand that you would uh, you were distributing the vaccine for uh, maharashtra and for goa as well so what are the obstacles that you faced in that particular venture oh a lot of them mm. uh, i mean honestly if i can put it in three ways i mean one was the fear of the vaccine Mm-hmm. people were uncertain yeah. what is this vaccine coming out about and then there was a lot of uh, rumors a lot of uh, fiction going around saying that the vaccine could itself cause across uh, yeah. i mean diseases the vaccine may not be safe there could be side effects of it mm-hmm. so one was the hesitancy of people to take the vaccine and that was like uh, something to really overcome mm-hmm. the second because i was looking at more rural areas around maharashtra and goa the second big hurdle that we had was uh, tapping the influencers hmm. now the word hmm. influencers for people is usually what's on you know insta instagram and stuff but yeah. that's not the way uh, rural india operates hmm. uh, in a village uh, the influencers are who there are three kinds of influencers one is the sarpanch of Correct. that village Correct. who has a yeah. uh, who has a pretty strong hold on all the on all the villagers yeah the second is the school teacher hmm. who is or uh, seen like a demigod thank you so much who seen like a demigod uh, because all the kids are going there correct uh, and the third is this kind of a village doctor uh, call him jhola chap whatever hmm. you want to call him yeah the guy with the lion skin across uh-huh. <laughs> across but uh, who i mean he'll smear ash hmm. but hmm. if he says don't take the vaccine people will listen absolutely that's 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 extremely contradictory because if you're looking at it on an urban landscape then the mm. teachers are not given the same kind of relevance no you know the I mean, the doctors aren't given the same kind of relevance yeah. which yeah, is it's huge it's so unless you have all these stakeholders mm. with you mm. you are not getting the village i see so vaccinated so let's say that um, you know uh, one of the pain points or one of the objections was we don't know how safe the vaccine is what was your objection what was your objection handling for that particular point 
so uh, you have to do a mix of uh, science of uh, talking about uh, why is it safe and hmm. what will it do hmm. and you do it in their local language correct you do it very simplified you know i'm a guy of science hmm. but i can't bring that to fore correct what i have to tell very clearly is what is happening to you it is not a god given curse as some would say it hmm. uh, it is not um, destiny that now you have got this there is no other option for you correct this is just a virus in the body hmm. and uh, this is trying to replicate and duplicate and what the vaccine will do is to build your immunity hmm. to take care of it now this is in the simplest way correct but the way that we have to really explain to people is not through words hmm. but we did street dramas hmm skits and stuff like yeah, that yeah we did skits across because very skits resonates indians yeah. are very are very visual people yeah yeah we, we, we love entertainment we, we love visual are. entertainment yeah. right that's how television works more than radio Fair. a poster works more than a discussion correct correct no? yeah. so uh, we had to do those skits mm. we had to create across infographics mm. mm-hmm. we had to create pictograms on walls mm. Mm. so that people could constantly be reminded mm. and and then you take along these influencers to tell the same message in their parlance in their village dialect mm-hmm. uh, in trying to say that uh, one i mean the very interesting thing that we did is the teachers mm. uh, taught the students on what it was yeah. the students went home and explained their parents wow hey that is why that is why that 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 that's how the future so of this the was, is yeah, going to be this Love was that. a very different way in which Lovely. the kids explained the parents said don't worry i know now what it is yeah. let me tell you what beautiful beautiful you you've, so, you've, you've taken away the ability for rejection from the parents immediately yeah. because like i i've had i have about four and a half years of experience in sales in edtech sales and every time every time i'd talk to a, a a student or someone who's just graduated looking to get into like a pg course or something like that they'll always say yeah yeah please talk to my mom talk to my dad as soon as i get that call the first 5 seconds hi i'm calling from so and so no not interested <laughs> and they just cut the call immediately <laughs> over there Absolutely. So it's it's crazy to see as opposed to you know going in a descending order it's going from an ascending order now the information is traveling upwards which is amazing it's a family member they will listen more yes yeah. second there is an inherent sense of pride hmm. that hmm. the son and daughter has learned it hmm. and is teaching them back correct correct right so there is that much more receptivity to yeah. it across so it just you can see the investment paying off they're going to school they're coming back and they're like exactly. that's that's beautiful exactly. that's beautiful exactly so Now I understand that social entrepreneurship is something that's very very you know um deep seated within you. Now how did you tap into this potential of a social entrepreneur and how did you commit to it? So honestly for me social entrepreneurship uh, so somewhere along me you know because I wanted to be a doctor there was this inherent thing of wanting to give back wanting yeah. to help etc. Correct. Uh I think the vaccination uh, probably showed me the impact of it. I'll give you hmm. um, I'll give you a couple of stories. Uh we were in this village Uh, called Dagusne which is near Saputara Saputara is on the border of Maharashtra and Gujarat and uh, you know um, we finished the vaccination at about 9 pm at night okay uh, everyone was done i was just walking out from the railway station and i suddenly feel somebody holding my leg ah uh. now that's a bit of a scare yeah, at night yes. right in the villages when anyways light is poor so i stopped in bitten shock i looked I looked back, and I see this old woman. She would be about eighty, eighty-five, and she's holding onto my leg uh, in her own chest, Marathi. She says, "And I, uh, you know, translate. I am one of the few literate women <laughs> in this entire district 
and i was a school teacher among the earliest ones ever mm. i know what covid vaccination has done because of you guys i will see the marriage of my grandson thank you for giving me back my life mm. otherwise i'd given up wow and that touches you yeah uh so while on one hand we had villages that stoned us that pelted us uh we were thrown out of some places uh but again there are villages like you know hivri bazar which is another very small tier 5 village uh in maharashtra and uh, again we have finished the vaccination and two small kids come over you know mm-hmm. uh what some 5 years and 3 years yeah mm-hmm. uh two small I mean, those tear stained cheeks kind of thing and uh, they come and say that um, uh you know we don't have money to give you i said no we no there, is no, there is no charge for correct they said that yeah but our mother said that to give you this little thing gift from us mm. so one takes out a mango mm. the other takes out a little packet of sugar and says this is from us to you we don't have anything else to give you mm. but from us take this as a gesture uh, i've been i worked with a lot of organizations and all the best names in healthcare uh, i've uh, spoken vision statements i've crafted vision statements missions etc uh and at times we live them as well if through our products and amazing brands and patients but we don't experience it first hand in something like this you just know hmm. that uh because of you someone has smiled a little more broadly today and someone will see across a tomorrow and that touches you more than anything else they are not words that actually memories that you will take to your grave Understood. and I'm probably that that hit me more hmm. saying that you know one is in uh, one is an indirect way but here is somewhere that's that, just uh, direct straight into the heart you yeah. can uh, yeah you can uh, feel and you know it's like people will not remember the work i did hmm. but hopefully there will be somebody who remember the way they felt fair fair that's extremely extremely commendable what i wanted to dive into now is i understand that marketing is a huge part of your career i understand that social entrepreneurship is a huge part of of your career and for the audience who's just leaving college who's just about to start their career and probably wants to do marketing and probably wants to go into something entrepreneurship heavy because that's the kind of world that we live in today you know anyone and everyone can create a company and that's that's also part of the problem because we have so many options we have so many ventures we have so many avenues to take into consideration but if you had to say social entrepreneurship is the goal and marketing is your key to getting to your social entrepreneurship goals how would you combine these two how would you take the best of marketing and the best of social entrepreneurship and make that come together so i think for the young kids i would probably say that they need to first learn marketing okay. you know social entrepreneurship is something to be done later on in their careers okay. not uh, not right away okay because uh, uh, while it's uh, commendable to do it but uh, you are responsible for a lot of lives mm-hmm. so you need to be very very responsible on what you're doing and the way you're doing it absolutely so you need to first learn the fundamentals of working for uh, a smaller or large corporate house or starting your own business yeah. uh, doing well doing not doing well so you need to go through the entire curve first yeah across yeah. before you can be entrusted mm. with a big task understood uh now uh, the way that i would look at it is uh, see marketing is i mean uh what is marketing if someone uh, i mean you asked me right so marketing is a big part of my journey uh i will put it this way you know 
uh and sorry i am a storyteller please please so, please uh, i think all of us are thoroughly impressed with the story so far <laughs> so you know uh, what is mine you know uh, it's this way um have you i mean i'm sure you have seen across many many courts right high court low uh, lower courts and all of that yes yes and outside any court uh, you will see across lawyers hmm. right the lawyers they all dress the same correct right yeah. black white and the kind of probably a red tie absolutely yeah. you know that's a commodity mm. that's like mm. they all look the same from far like like salt and sugar mm-hmm. right uh one day one of the lawyers says listen i can't be the same like anyone else i have to be different he just takes across three i don't know three alphabets okay uh like mkg puts it on his label mm. and anyone he comes he says i'm mkg sir can i help you uh get a license can i help you get a uh, get an affidavit can i help you get married can i help you get separated <laughs> uh, i'm mkg i'm mkg and slowly the word starts spreading mm-hmm. across bangalore or in mumbai mm-hmm. saying listen i don't know anyone out there but you know there's this guy called mkg mm-hmm. uh outside this court see if you want to reach out to him that's a branded commodity you know like for example sugar becomes renuka sugars correct and starts a premium yeah. salt yeah. becomes tata salt and has its own yeah. name <laughs> right washing powder nirma the washing powder becomes correct. nirma right you have yeah. its own thing so there's a branded commodity correct one day mkg gets thrown off a train in south africa starts a satyagraha movement and becomes known as mohandas karamchand <laughs> gandhi that was beautifully put that was absolutely that, beautiful wow that okay. <laughs> is a brand and the day he gave up his life for the country <laughs> and became known as bapu the father of the nation and on every currency note which is in everyone's pocket today yeah. he became an immortal brand yeah yeah right yeah this journey of making across an unknown unrecognized lawyer <laughs> into somebody whose statues adorn all across the country and around and the globe respect well. and yeah. all over the world yeah, yeah. and who is known across as someone who really led us hmm. to freedom this journey is the journey of marketing where we take across unknown unrecognizable things who nobody has ever bothered around hmm. for and hmm. we make them into immortal brands beautiful actually i i i don't this, this is why is we have market. the experts ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i don't think anyone could have explained what marketing is better than that we have batman with us <laughs> this is wow. this is great this is great so if taking the same metaphor that you've used and how you one person starts as a lawyer and then decides to change it halfway through and then go in completely into devoting themselves like i can see a similar trajectory from bapu to you as well because he started as a lawyer and then he moved completely into a social cause but you wanted to go into doctor but then you got into healthcare which was a social cause and now i can see that being you know expanded across the entire timeline so how would you say to the children who are growing up to the people who want to get into marketing what do you want them to start especially since ai and all of these tools and everything is here now csr is also really huge social entrepreneurship is growing so what would you say are three four key aspects to focus on in order to make your turn yourself into a success to make yourself into something immortal so um i think that's a good question i think uh, if i reflect and ponder back into uh what were some of the things that worked for me mm-hmm. and i think while well, everyone's journey is their own but i think there are uh, probably a couple of commonalities mm-hmm. uh i think the first that i would say is uh take initiative Take initiative. Pick up your hand for in your company or in your department or whatever that you are engaged into. Uh, 
even if you don't know the project you don't know uh, what you're going for you have absolutely no idea it's ambiguous put up your hand for it hmm. uh, take on the challenge uh, you'll figure out uh, how to do it uh, once you've taken it up correct mm-hmm. you know uh, as they say you know uh, it's fun to build a parachute on the way down but you have to take a leap first fair enough so uh, <laughs> i think the first thing that i would say is be the change <laughs> be the change take that initiative understood mm-hmm. uh the second um, i would say uh across what is uh, what is probably helped or worked is all you absolutely prioritize your work hmm? there's no doubt about it don't take it home okay that's very very interesting don't take don't take home. it home okay you know uh life is like a uh, i mean like a paradox you would what should say hmm. uh you know life is like this lemon and spoon race mm-hmm. uh you know uh the work is the lemon mm. the spoon is your family and friends during the race if the lemon drops you can always restart mm. the race in the race if the spoon drops you're out you're out but when the spoon drops so does the lemon so don't take your work home mm. okay uh, do as much as you want to at at it give it your all uh because you will work for very hard for 20 years of your life whether it's the first 20 or the next 20 hmm. you will work for 20 years of your life but when you go home be with your family refresh rejuvenate recharge reboot across uh, figure out what uh, what hits you yeah. i mean i mean any passion that that really turns you on if i may say and then get back but don't take it home because it's really not going to help that's, that's the second thing which i would say probably uh, is good to do yeah and the third is i would say lead with your heart i mean as the young generation grows into leaders of tomorrow hmm. i think uh, and there will be complex problems challenges everything but just know that everyone loves somebody who is uh, positive who brings along infectious energy mm-hmm. and who cares for their team for their bosses for the company for their patients for their customers someone who genuinely caring hmm. across uh, in india people work for people people don't work for organizations understood you may be working with the best organization but if you have a lousy boss you're going to quit mm, absolutely yeah, yeah. that's exactly but uh, if you have e- e- even if you're working for a small name but you have a great mentor you'll stay there you'll stay there you'll because you know that you're learning and over time you will be earning correct so here is someone who will build a career for you correct so people work for people in india mm. uh, which is where uh, we need to find the right mentors and uh, as we grow become a good mentor absolutely just so one follow up question to that is what do you look for in a mentor no for me the inspiration honestly has always been ratan tata understood and uh, of course cliche i mean everyone loves him right but uh, a professional success mm-hmm. i mean right an absolute professional success is built across an empire absolutely at the same time he is a social entrepreneur mm-hmm. amount of good than what he's given back to the society probably uh, i mean uh, rivals anything yeah you know uh, one of his most famous quotes and this is something which is not much known uh, he was once uh, asked on cnn hmm. and the interviewer asked him that sir what a legacy you leave behind i mean ratan tata you are just known and you built across something to be proud of absolutely yeah he gave a very classical answer in his very simple way hmm. he says legacy is not what you leave for people hmm legacy is what you leave in people don't remember me for what i built remember me for who i was 
that's beautiful and I, i need to start looking at the books that you're looking at <laughs> because almost every conversation almost every line has been like a mic drop moment you know just dropping the mic which is i love it i love oh, thank it thank you so much yeah because it's a great way to exchange educational information and at the same time it's information that will be able to resonate with the people will be able to resonate with people who are struggling to move into marketing who are struggling Appreciate to take it. that so thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today if um Uh, my say so to myself i'm extremely inspired sitting in front of you and having this conversation has really opened my eyes to the kind of capabilities that one has if you have the power and you've created this power for yourself and you've taken that power and turned it into a responsibility that you're taking care of a nation which is absolutely commendable so from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for taking the time out to be with us today and share your message with the rest of the world no it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for really inviting me and giving and you know giving means me this platform mm-hmm. uh, to share my views mm-hmm. i think um, i have been fortunate to have been uh, led by a lot of amazing leaders and mentors mm-hmm. myself so you know what it's good to give back yeah give it back thank you so much once again thank you ladies and gentlemen